Welcome to The Mandalorian, a Star Wars podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial podcast for the Outer Rim. My name is Matt, and join me in the co-pilot seat is Pete. Hello, Pete. What up, all my Mandos and Mandats? Funny to think, Matt, getting ready here for season three of The Mandalorian in 2023, as we record on the last day of 2022, and it's now been more than two seasons since an episode ran under the banner of The Mandalorian. Pete, that's a lot of asterisks there, and I know why that is. Um, and I rediscovered that truth uh, in rewatching uh, the entirety of The Mandalorian canon uh, in the last couple of weeks. It is amazing. I mean, obviously, seasons one and two just holding up really, really well. Uh, my choice for the rewatch, uh, just because I was in a full Mandalorian kind of kind of tilt, uh, was to then go from you know the, the season two finale of Mandalorian. There he is, Din Djarin, looking so sad. Boom! I just immediately jump into the middle of Book of Boba Fett, the return of the Mandalorian. Watch the rest of that uh, season of Book of Boba Fett, kind of as a Mandalorian season two point five. Um, and it works, and that's no disrespect to Boba Fett as a series, but it works to just go, and now I'm just going to follow the Mandalorian, the all-Mandalorian thread for the second half of Book of Boba Fett. Um, so, Pete, if at any point I refer to what will start to air March 1st, 2023, if I ever call it Mandalorian Season 4, that's because in my heart we've already gotten Mandalorian <laughs> Season 3 in uh, in Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see how they set up the previously on, given that the last thing we saw was the rescue, was Luke Skywalker. Take Grogu away for training, and you're going to flip on your Mandalorian Season 3, and it's going to be like, wait, he's he's back with him? What, what happened? Like, previously on the Book of Boba Fett, on the Mandalorian, like how are they going to handle that? Um, I've noticed too, like within the Star Wars tile on Disney Plus, they will frequently given you know either existing or forthcoming content. You know, here's a Clone Wars collection of Mandalorian episodes. Here's some Obi Wan centric content, like. I can only imagine they will do that as we get closer to season three on the pushed back date of March 1st, 2023. I do think, first of all, normally I'm somebody who clicks past the previously on, uh, you know, for, for most shows, just because I feel like, uh, especially, especially if it's a show where podcasting, I've lived it, I've breathed it as I watched it, as I've taken notes, as I've discussed it with you, as I've joyfully listen to the podcast afterwards all right i'm good to go um this is a previously this will be a previously on to check out uh if only just to understand how they're going to address uh what you brought up i would just suspect it's going to say previously dot 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 and you're going to get you know saving the child season one traveling with the child ups and downs in season two the goodbye at the end of season two the return in season three oops there i've gone and said it pete uh, in Book of Boba Fett and so forth. Like, I think we're just going to get it all as a cohesive previously on. Because, look, unlike maybe a, 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 a network broadcast TV model or something like that, 
I think you can just you as Disney Plus, you as John Favreau can just say you were meant to watch Book of Boba Fett. It was right there. It was the only Star Wars content of its type. It was the only live action Star Wars content for the first uh, four months. Um, granted, not all four of the months, but just to kick off 2022, you had two of you know episodes that went from J- December to January to February in 2022 obviously december 21 there was all this story here you had your shot if you've never heard of book of boba fett before previously on guess what now dad and son are back together boom dive on into season three um i don't think there's a need for them to tiptoe around that or to to do anything more ornate than to just remind people what happened you know with uh helmeted star wars people in the last 12 months well i think Boba Fett will continue to inform the Mandalorian story in that, you know, you have the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett do this favor, this debt of honor for Boba Fett. And surely that's going to get cashed in in season three, which John Favreau and Dave Filoni are out ahead telling us is the biggest season yet the most action uh quite a few mandalorians present what's one more if not the most well-known well and it's funny you should mention some of those cast of characters like boba fett in the prior mandalorian season in my rewatch and i know i had texted you about this as i was rewatching. it, it was just i don't want to say overpowering because it's not that obvious on first watch but to to look at mandalorian season two and go they line up these episodes boom 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 where they're setting up rangers of the new republic okay since canceled uh pete i think she's got that web only show that she went to uh, regardless of that rangers of the new republic boom ahsoka boom um book of boba fett all set up um just within season two Again, with the one show not being made and with the other show um, in Book of Boba Fett now kind of having been made and viewed by by us and so forth, the setup is maybe a little less, um, again, I don't want to say it was ever in your face, but just the the way in which season two was expanding this, whatever you want to call it, the, the, the Mando universe, the Mando corner of Star Wars, um, that was really interesting. So I feel like I will be watching season three not only enjoying it episode by episode and all of that, but what else are they setting up, particularly as we head to, at some point, at some unannounced point, the notion that there's going to be the, the Star Avengers of sorts. How much of that gets set up in season three? That's something uh, I'll be keeping an eye out for. Well, I mean, given that the driving force of this third season would be the Darksaber, some kind of battle for the supremacy, the leadership of Mandalore to go back there, um, Bo-Katan wanting the Darksaber but unable to accept it from Din Djarin after the events of the season two finale, uh, and what's going on with Moff Gideon, and uh, maybe, Matt, what I'm looking forward to the most is the ignominy of uh Cara Dune's departure um 
yeah something else to watch for with an eye towards the behind the scenes if you will you know we're gonna get grief Karga saying you know oh yeah kara's been out in the uh oh what do they call it in the star wars map the uncharted space the the you know in in, in, in the great the great they're, over they're there space. Poochie her name. what's it's, that it's gonna be simpsons poochie she died on the way to her home planet um i think there's maybe an objective there's an objective argument to make that that the killing her off um i don't know that you don't get there's no benefit other than to be a little mean-spirited but i would fully expect as i look at the star wars map here i would fully expect grief karga saying yeah she decided to chase chase a uh some baddies into the wild space or maybe even to the unknown regions boom that's it probably oh, i guess she never came back because we never discuss it again that sort of thing um but beat here's who we are getting back okay you mentioned moff gideon Giancarlo esposito uh grief karga played by carl weathers you mentioned katie sackoff as bo katan uh also expected to return is the armorer uh and we've seen footage of Dr. Pershing and Peli Motto, uh in the season three trailer. Pete, are you aware? I don't know, because some of this news is maybe it's so old, I'd forgotten. Myth has become legend and so forth. Are you aware of two other names uh, of people that will be in this season? Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Chris, yeah, he's I'm the biggie. Yeah. Is, is just a uh, voice. Um, I'm not remembering another name at this point. Announced in May, uh, I guess, at uh, Star Wars Celebration is that uh, Tim Meadows, uh, formerly of Saturday Night Live. I think I remember that, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, just to look at that list, to look at that list and to think of it through the lens, I would completely agree, Pete, we have been told season three is the battle for Mandalore we've had that sense since the end of season two part of me wonders you know is that in the style of the show to have all these episodes focused on one thing is it in the is the audience going to be happy with like well here's kind of the socio-political game of thrones-esque type thing could all the episodes be about that sure part of me wouldn't be surprised if it's sprinkled throughout or if all the footage that we've seen you know bombed out mandalore and things like that maybe all that gets dispensed with in the first two three four episodes um again pete i think when season two ended it was like there was a discussion grogu is going to be back right because the show just wrote grogu out for forever question mark and it was undone in two episodes of somebody else's show so could the Battle of Man? I guess my point being, does the battle does the Battle of Mandalore need to be an eight week struggle, or can it be dealt with in a slightly shorter term? Um, I guess I would be leaning towards it's going to be more of a shorter situation. I think that'll be the underlying conflict for the season, and then again, you have Moff Gideon. You know, is it a jailbreak? Does he stand some kind of trial with the New Republic? Like, what goes on there that Dr. Pershing seems to figure into the promotion here? They want us to see that. What continues to go on with the efforts to procure Grogu's 
blood and or whatever they were able to get from it that you know for all the i guess morons is really just the only way i can term this you know that look at the sequel trilogy and oh it's rah and then you know you have this which is now actively building up that sequel trilogy with the emperor and his uh creation of uh supreme leader snoke and his you know resurrection through this that i think is super smart um you know what continues to go on there that they're building that next trilogy and can continue through all these other shows um on top of the fact that uh damon lindelof and uh charmine uh have a star wars film now green lit um that's believed to take place after the sequel trilogy may even involve characters from it it is interesting to think how the mandalorian at the center of let's say the uh you know the the star wars live action television show disney plus um experience how how the mandalorian as a show really does have one foot in brand new self-contained storytelling and half of the other foot tied into you know deeply important core star wars things i mean pete don't get much more core than update on luke skywalker okay granted it's an update from an earlier point in the trilogy than when last we saw him and so forth uh in the movies but such as the nature of the show for when it's at in the in the timeline um but it's also not necessarily like you don't need to be watching the unfolding um situation with grogu his blood dr pershing clones failed clones all that that's going to have as an impact or all of that i don't know what my proper tense is all of that that has had an impact that will have will have had an impact uh on the sequel trilogy you can know that connection or you can watch it completely blind from it i'm kind of reminded of the andor experience where it is i mean it's a it's a spoiler for the very end of andor uh over a month after that show ended um it's a neat hook at the end to go and they're building the death star but that kind of doesn't fundamentally change anything from those 12 episodes of andor a series that's without somewhat similar to the mandalorian without lightsabers and the force and things of that sort um again it's kind of one of those things where i feel like i, I don't want to say the mandalorian walked so andor could run but here it is the mandalorian back as this foundation in a lot of ways for what works for star wars television i mean we get a blast podcasting 12 episodes of andor and now that this different flavor and then count obi-wan kenobi as well you know previously the mandalorian and the book of boba fett dealt with chapters and you know hence we've had parts with obi-wan and then you know with andor broken up just by episode name that you could have these very different flavors that they can 
all be Star Wars, that they can all be satisfying in their own way. It's become super fashionable to be like, well, Pinky out, Andor is the Star Wars we've always wanted, and I will now look down the end of my nose at the Mandalorian, which everybody cheered when it arrived and has gotten nothing but boffo, you know, reaction critically and then, you know, as far as viewership as well. Um, and I, I think that's going to swing back. I think people are going to be like, yeah, it's awesome that this now returns and we missed it. And it's a lot of fun and everything like that. I, I just think there's a little contrarian attitude out there in regards to it. Um, but that you can now have these different ways to go about it. Lord knows, I'm sure Ahsoka will be presented, you know, in, in its in its own way. Uh Matt, we haven't even talked there. You know, it's been quote unquote reported that um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead uh, is playing uh, Hera when that's never been confirmed. You can listen back to our podcast and, you know, I've predicted that, but in no way is that tied to anything. So how someone is out here reporting it when it's not been announced. That's not put in any source's mouth with any kind of confirmation at this point. Um, but, you know, what Ahsoka will be like as kind of like this fifth season in a live action form of Star Wars Rebels. And then we're going to see that. And I would imagine, too, you know, that she'd pop up in mandalorian season three and that would set her up for her show i mean matt are we talking at some point in 2023 about you know that episode of those episodes of ahsoka that are episodes of the mandalorian um that would be a fun that would be a fun way to do things and also look if in the last 20 years 15 years if the the archetype for massive storytelling has been the Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay, there's a lot to take from that. There definitely is. That's not to say that that is an immutable form, which is a long way to say, Pete, I know why you don't have, I don't know, uh, Spider-Man show up in Iron Man 3, the rights issue aside. I understand how that's different flavors and so on and so forth. I understand why... Thor is only in a cameo in Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange is a cameo in Thor or whatever that is. Like those are cute little moments, but not moments that the story rests on. Fine. That's for a variety of probably primarily movie related reasons. There's no reason why for TV shows with longer run times and episode counts and so forth than your standard, you know, I will get one Thor movie every three to five years versus, you know, what it's been a man. It's been, a Mandalorian or Boba Fett every year since, you know, since it started. Um, there's no reason why you can't have that carry over there to kind of pre tie together the world before you get to, oh man, now there is the threat, which requires, you know, uh, the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, etc., etc., all coming together along with, you know, Ahsoka and the skeleton crew to all fight Da, 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 whatever it is you don't need to wait until da, 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 or you don't need to do well this one has this stone and that one has that stone because you're 
you're separated by movies bring on the ahsoka bring on the mandalorian episode within ahsoka bring on the bring on the mandalorian season three episode that where we go pete did you know jude law was going to be in it? did jude law just debut his skeleton crew character in mandalorian episode you know 307 i had no idea wow what a secret you know the articles come out it was shot days before the release of the all of that stuff there's an immediacy there that's really really exciting so that when we do get to what we are calling star avengers when we do get there i think because we've been up up and down the mountain a few times already with avengers with justice league and so forth for it to feel a little bit more um uh organic and not like and finally here's the team up series i think that organic build we will enjoy if only because it'll be it'll be different and leaving out the book of boba fett uh credit scene of Cobb vanth here struck down by um cad bane and uh, I think he's somebody that that pops back up. They wouldn't give us that um, if his return weren't imminent in this new season coming. So, yeah, I think just a, a ton to look forward to with The Mandalorian. And Matt, considering, too, that um, we've got The Last of Us with Pedro Pascal in a little over two weeks, and then that'll run and overlap ever so briefly with um, uh, season three here. Uh, and then you get in the complicated inside baseball Hollywood of first position, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, first position referring to because um, essentially – Shows are not really in competition with each other. Studios are not really in competition with each other. Everybody wants to be number one, but nobody wants to risk falling to third because you ticked off first place. And the, it, it, People work together. So Pedro Pascal was first position on Last of Us, which is to say they got dibs on the schedule and whoever was second, i.e. Book of, uh, pardon me, uh, Mandalorian, got second. So if there's a COVID delay or if there's a weather delay or whatever it is, for last of us that might mean that um that that he was pedro pascal was not able to get back to mandalorian as soon as scheduled gee whiz pete mandalorian a show a character designed to not be reliant on the star you know how much of how much of season three of the mandalorian was shot without pedro pascal you know the great stunt people uh, Brendan Wayne, Latif Crowder, and others, they're not going to tell other than to say, my family can completely recognize my jumps versus other people's jumps. Tee hee hee. <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody's in on knowing that sometimes it's a stunt guy and sometimes it's a photo double. And sometimes, as with season one of The Mandalorian, sometimes Pedro Pascal is doing Broadway for eight weeks during filming and just not there. So <laughs> it is going to be weird that with Last of Us, Pedro Pascal plays... Uh, a guy tasked to protect a youngling through a wild and crazy world. And then we're going to see him on the Mandalorian where he is playing a character tasked to protect a youngling through a wild and crazy world. But <laughs> Pete, when you find your strength, you go with it. Yeah, he's definitely carved out a niche there. And again, we're on the precipice of uh, this 
run for Pedro Pascal here between these two shows. I think it's going to be pretty special. Well, Pete, let's talk. Let's talk some nitty gritty here. It has it had been tough and might still be tough to pin down the episode count for season three of The Mandalorian. Pete, if right now you or any listener, uh, at least as we record this, if you go to the Writers Guild website, WGA.org, and you go click on The Mandalorian, you will not see any writing credits for season three. But luckily, the Wayback Machine found when there were credits for season three uh, earlier in this month of December. So the WGA Mm -hmm. did have uh, an eight-episode count um, obviously, that has since been yanked for probably obvious reasons, and it will return once the show comes back. Uh, Favreau either solely writing or co-writing every single episode of the eight this season. Yeah, and the names of the directors are also floating out there. Yes, um, including Bryce Dallas Howard. No surprise there. Rick Famuyiwa back for his, uh, you know, for the third season. Carl Weathers uh, as well. Uh, Pete, worth mentioning that Rick Famuyiwa has also been promoted to executive producer. Uh, he having, again, been a, a hands-on writer-director uh, for the first two seasons. Um, I don't know that... We, I mean, I think there's obviously speculation uh, of a you know, Filoni directing an episode, perhaps the same for, um, for John Favreau as well, but not... I think the possibility... Did he write to direct one or um, was he two of the, the uh, directing credits as well? Um, bottom line is this, the, 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 there's not kind of, there's not a director's guild uh, website that has been captured and since erased and so forth um, listing all the directors. So I think that we could keep an eye out for potentially twists and turns there. But again, with eight episodes, knowing that of the eight, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rick Famuyiwa, and Carl Weathers are all back. Obviously, that would make at least three of the eight right there. Nothing preventing any of those from directing more than one episode. If so, you're potentially up to six episodes. Then again, with Favreau and Filoni in the mix, I would be surprised if I would be surprised if there's a director outside of that list of five. But I'm not here to say it's only that list of five. We'll find out in time. And Pete, as I know, long-term listeners know uh, with these uh, Mandalorian episodes coming on Wednesdays, starting Wednesday, March 1st, we'll be podcasting them on Star Wars Saturdays. So plenty of time to, uh, you know, to take a little time to watch the episode, to, to theorize and so forth, to be in touch and uh, to join that podcast conversation as uh, Star Wars Saturdays launch in March as well to get us those thoughts absolutely pete we have in this year of 2022 uh the estimate was we were going to do 80 podcasts maybe 85 podcasts instead this is the (laughs) is the 125th 126th of the year and um a lot of fun having taken this journey in 2022 and of course it all all absolutely supported by those who support us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek 
could not do it without them, especially at a time of year here. All the bills seemingly coming due. So thank you again. Uh, if you've supported us, if you'd like to, you can get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantastic geek. You put the price on the podcast. Essentially, Matt, place a bounty on us, but it it's what you'd like to give us, uh, not how much you'd pay for our uh, carbonite bodies. Although we could add a tier for that if, <laughs> if people are so interested. Um, can't contribute right now? Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. We can always use ratings, reviews to any of our soon-to-be 33 podcast feeds. And Pete, certainly that Patreon support rolling into 2023 in the near radar uh, for January. We'll be talking the original Star Wars trilogy. So New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi uh, arriving on those Star Wars Saturdays. Uh, Pete, if needed, secret plan, secret non-Star Wars plan, potentially in the works for that last Saturday in January. So stay tuned there. Uh, but when the calendar turns to February, in addition to previewing, uh, again, doing a more solid preview of Mandalorian Season 3, we'll also be getting ready for uh, the final season of Star Trek Picard, which itself comes in the middle of uh, of February, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania happening in February as well, uh, and then, Pete, the glorious run of March, where there will be Mandalorian and Picard every week for all of March uh, and into April as well. Glorious times, certainly, to be uh, going exploring stars, both war and track. Yeah, and hopefully the Marvel people don't decide to throw Secret Invasion on top of that. <laughs> uh, luckily, they probably won't, just because Mandalorian goes until Wednesday, uh, the nineteenth of um, April, and Picard concludes the next the next day on the four twenties. Uh, so hopefully there's not overlap there. So I guess we'll just take a deep breath and figure out what's going on. Um, but certainly, Pete, counting down here to The Mandalorian, super glad that we've been able to talk about it today. How can people talk to you in their anticipation of Mandalorian Season 4? I mean 3. You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-L-R-K-E-T-E-L. AAR 12,668 followers can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. As mentioned, Pete, on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, we are back next weekend to kick off the revisitation of the original Star Wars trilogy. With that, I'll say adios to all the listeners. Pete, and give you the final word. Talk to you soon. <laughs>